What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Every time I put on a kilt, I forget how comfortable it is. But also, it comes with its own little caveats. Isn't that right, Paul? Well, you have a hard time, uh, or you're you're paranoid of you sitting. It's not paranoid. I'm not I'm, like I, I wear underwear with my my kilts, so I'm oh, not you. worried about. I know, whatever. It's my choice. My kilt, my choice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're out uh, in proper fashion. Wearing our Scottish kilts, and nobody else was St. Paddy's Day. There, I didn't see a single other person. There was someone I was told was downtown with a uh, utila kilt. Oh, missed that one. Um, but they were obviously not where we were. Yeah. So, and it's not necessarily it's more it's more Scottish, but the Irish wear kilts also. Oh no, all the Celtic nations do. Right, but it's not considered an Irish. The average person wouldn't think that. Uh, I don't know. Kind of depends on where you're from. Plus, I was more Scottish up. If you're from Boston or Chicago, it's just considered. It's yeah. That's what that's that's what firefighters wear in like Boston and in Chicago for formal dress. That's what they. That's what you parades and shit like that. Like that's that's just kind of thing because there's huge, huge, huge Irish populations or Irish uh, diaspora that are. That are in those uh, cities, but uh, I thought there would be a, at least a couple more people that we would see that we could, uh, you know, share the brotherhood with. Correct, but the br- we didn't. The, and of course, br- mine was more. You know, I had this big Scottish fucking flag on my, you know, body. Multiple, right? So I was more Scottish than Irish, but there is green in my uh, in my kilt. But hey, as the Boondock Saints said, everybody is Irish on St. Paddy's Day. So right, and for the record, is P A D D Y. As opposed to I mean, Patty, who, who's, who Patty, said, no, uh, that say something people, wrong no, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I just need to make sure that everybody knows. Like not peppermint Patty. It's, that's not what it is. Correct. It's Patty with a D, two Ds. Patty. I kind of want a peppermint Patty because uh, they don't call people like, like a Patty, peppermint Patty. You know, uh, I, I, I don't want the cartoon character. I don't want to take her over. You're in. You're in the redheads. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Well, she uh, she was peppermint. She was redhead. Yeah. She's a cartoon, though. I'm not going to fantasize about a cartoon. Ah, don't do that, especially a poorly drawn one. But actually, what's the uh, what's the uh, Scooby Doo? There were some hot chicks in Scooby Doo. Uh, v- Veronica. Yeah, Veronica, and then and Betty. Was the other one. Be- was it Betty also? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, but, but Betty was gay. Like she was. Oh, she girls, was. Remember? Yeah. I thought there were two non-gay cartoon female cartoon characters in Scooby Doo, and then there was the gay one. There was a short brunette. She's the gay one. Wait, did we say Betty and Veronica? I said Veronica. And I said Betty. That's Velma. 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 Betty and Veronica is the Archie comics. Oh, it's, that's uh, right. It's Velma and... You're right. Let's look it up. Kevin? He's yeah, not, he's Kevin. Not here. He's not, still not he's here. He's still not here. Son of a bitch. We'll have to have a, he a, left a, early. We'll have to have a staff meeting with him. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kevin. <laughs> you guys call him to a meeting. I haven't been here for four years. What's <laughs> What's up? <laughs> the cartoon Kevin no, I'm sorry Joe is looking up the, the cartoon characters in Scooby-Doo because it has to do with St. Patrick's Day somehow also the the original is Patrick oh. Patrick you know that right pa- Patrick that, P-A- I, I may not have known that P-A-D-R-A-I-C it's Gaelic it's Irish Irish Gaelic gotcha Joe is a little slow Daphne Daphne was the redhead. It oh. was kind of like the kind of a little bit of a dingbat. Like, but there was also a 
blonde or brunette? The, the short hair brunette is with the glasses. She's the that's Velma. Velma. She's gay. We think. And then what was it? Fred. Her? Fred is Fred Jones would be the blonde you're thinking of. That was a man. <laughs> Fred Jones. Daphne. Daphne had like brunette. I think or no, she was red hair. And then Velma with black hair. And then Shaggy, uh, who had smell like weed. Which is hilarious because he was voiced by uh, Casey Kasem. I didn't know that. Now you didn't I know hear that was, him. Now I hear Zoinks. him. You didn't know that was Casey Kasem? Holy wow. shit, I knew something you didn't. That's fucking incredible. Okay. So I thought there was another long-haired female character, part of the Scooby-Doo clan. Nope. I've never heard of the Doo clan. Yeah, what, the what, Doo the what, clan? What, what steps do they have in the... Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> What's their territory? Uh, it's usually abandoned uh, amusement parks uh, run by weird old men with lots of masks. All right, so we had our kilts on, and, uh, and I, I enjoyed it. it. had a good – did you enjoy the uh, corned beef from uh, – Yes, Fire I did. Hell, really yeah. Good. Fucking – I didn't eat the cabbage because I uh, didn't want to lay around blowing farts the next day. I can't do cabbage. I was kind of hoping you would do that. Uh, no, you don't. Oh, and yeah, we're in the middle of a storm. So if you hear a weird racket, it's not that we're hanging out in New York City traffic. There's a storm going on around us. Yeah, and we have this have this weird roof going on. Anyway, um, so, but it was enjoyable. Yeah, was, man. Um, you had great, uh, uh, Danny and his crew put on a great show with a really fantastic band, uh, No Application Fee, which I think I sent you the link to their on their Instagram page. They had a nice little clip of them. It's at Blackbridge, right? Their so- yeah. Their, we saw the last few of their songs. Right, because we were at yeah. Cellar Door much of the yes. time. I forgot he was playing at Cellar Door. That's what's wrong in my Up, head. Upper Strata. It was oh, a, the, that's the right. Sweet, sweet, Swiss, sweet, Swiss, 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 no, no cello. Which would have been more appropriate, I, I would think. I definitely, I feel like I goaded you into sh- showing up because of the cello, and I, I did not uh, deliver on that promise. There's always room for cello. There's always room for cello. Anyway, I would have, had I, hmm, like I would have paid them a piece of money. A piece of money, <laughs> like a corner of a $20 bill? <laughs> or something. If they, if they said, can you go out and get your cello? And maybe go to your maybe music? go to your money uh, your money bin, Scrooge McDuck, and just right. like give them a few gold coins. When I say a piece, I, I don't mean uh, just like a, a Rip off, rip off the corner of a dollar bill or something. That's not what I meant. Anyway, I would have enjoyed seeing some cello. Yeah, me too. Alas, it did not happen. It didn't. Uh, but that band, no application fee. You guys need to look them up because they're probably gonna be up and come. There's, there's, uh, there's. They're definitely. They're not probably up and coming. They, their song. One of their songs was featured on like six NFL games this yeah. past season. Like that's you, kind of a big deal you for me a that band. Link. Yeah, that was, and, and they're pretty enthusiastic and friendly and very all young and super cool. Yes, and just really just grateful. Yeah, they uh, grateful to be there. They were from L.A., isn't that correct? Yes, yeah. And uh, they come all the way out uh, to Blackbridge. It was kind of kind of cool. Kind of, it's a little bit colder than average right now, and of course more rain and weather. So it's kind of it's kind of risky right now booking bands to play it, outside. This time of year is very risky to book to to book for an outdoor event if you don't have proper cover. Yeah, it just and, it yeah it doesn't. And this coming weekend, it's not, not supposed to be raining, but it's going to be like cool and maybe windy here. And they're having the food. Tr- we're now we're talking about that the food truck yeah event. the food truck event and uh, which is uh, uh, all street day Saturday sixty six street eats which is on at. Uh, if you're in Kingman, it's on uh, Andy Devine, Route 66, whatever, uh, Lewis Kingman Park. 
but also I and a couple myself and a few other people and the Swords are playing. Sorry, we're not talking about Boulder City yet. Okay. Yeah, the Swillers are playing. I, right. I, I don't, a lot of food I, trucks. I, a ton of food trucks. Probably th- twice as many as last year because they kept running out. It was of, a big success. Out of food the, the inaugural event was a big success. Big success. So yeah. that's going on this Saturday, the 25th. And then uh, with multiple bands, I think they have six bands playing, and then I think 12 or 14 food trucks. Wow. Which last year, they didn't anticipate how many people would show up. And, they, and like you said, people ran out of food. Most People all, were pissed. All of the trucks except for one ran out of food within the first hour and a half. Do they have shitty food or something? Huh? No, they just brought a lot. Okay. That was the one, that was the taco truck. So they were truck. cleaning up. Well, by the time I got there, it was like two hours in into the whole shindig, and I got there to be able to, you know, hang out and whatnot. I, um, I, I went up to the, I was like, so who's got food? And I was looking around and everybody was, all the food trucks were shut. And then I w- found the I'm one. Like, that what had time this, did you get there and they were? I don't know, two hours into the event. I have no idea oh, what time geez. it was. Okay. It was a year ago. Okay. And I showed up, and uh, I guess well, I guess I'm getting tacos. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And I could see on the side of the truck that they had crossed off about three quarters of their menu. Jesus. Was yeah. there like a big line there too? Yeah, it was probably like a 20 minute wait. Oh, actually, I ran into somebody who was already in line. I was like, "Here, can you buy this for me?" So I didn't have to wait. And they were like five, five behind. So they like they cleaned up. They have they have now spinning rims on their tr- taco truck. That's how much I money they made. Fucking, yeah, it's because it's 2003 <laughs> and Exhibit was like, yo man, we heard you like spinning tacos in your taco truck. That'd be hilarious if someone actually had a food truck with spinning rims. I think it would be hilarious if they had a time machine to go back to when you could buy those still. <laughs> yeah, no one does this anymore at all, do they? No. That was an odd thing when they first came out. I, was like, I thought it was kind of... Fu- what the fuck is this? I thought it was kind of cool for a couple months and I realized that like it's you not can't really practical. drive... It, it's not good to drive them at speed because it throws the balance of your wheel off, and like it's it's good for having a car that you cruise around, yeah, and don't go above like forty miles. Just an slow hour. cruising on a Saturday yeah. night, something like that. Slow cruising on a Saturday night, Jesus! What kind of what is that? A meatloaf song? I don't think so. It sounds like a slow cruising it's like on a Saturday night. Meatloaf and Beach Boys. Beach loaf. <laughs> <laughs> I broke Joe. It's been a while since I broke Joe. <laughs> Beach loaf. I can't believe you. Now, now you want to start a band, don't you? Now you want to yeah, start I got a an, band. I got, an, I got about fifteen names for for bands that I want to be in and start at some and point. Now but you've be- added beach loaf no, to the list. Beach loaf just murdered them all. Beach or is loaf. It meat. Uh, what's the other one? So uh, uh, the meat, meat boys. Meat boys. <laughs> the meat boys. <laughs> you need to be very proud of yourself oh, for that God. one, Mister. I had Gaines. a big coffee. I had an espresso, fucking with some. I could tell. I, had a, I could tell. Wow. So then uh, also this weekend, I myself and a couple other people from Blackbridge will be representing Kingman and Blackbridge Brewery at Boulder City Beer Fest. I've only been there twice, I think, as far I have as also the only, goes. I've also only been there twice. Yeah. This will be my third time. And I, I would probably go up there this year if, you know, that's no, not going to happen this year. I wouldn't, I'm sorry. Let me finish my sentence, my thought. If we weren't doing the uh, aviation event. You're not going to be doing any aviating. You're going to do a trailer event, though. Correct. <laughs> There's an aviation event. Well, it's not like you have to. Like, I just don't want people to think you have to like wrench on a propeller and fucking no, 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 make sure no, no. your wheels and like. Kick no, we're tires doing a big and, setup for the April first. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is free event. People should think about going down yeah, there in Bullhead City. There's some other big stuff going on. I think that evening in Kingman, April first. But go down to Bullhead City. There's gonna be a big air show down there. April first. We're having we're having a big display. Our aviation museum thing. And you and it's free. You just gotta get down there. Free. Just gotta get down there. That's it. Should be good time. But I would. But because of that, we have of last weekend meeting before the event 
there's no way I could I can do the the street each thing for like for an hour or two probably, and then and then do that and then come here and still do. But I can't go up to you know Boulder City and do the uh, the beer fest this year. So there you not go. with that attitude. Nah, I know. That's all right. It's going to be windy and 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 partially partly cloudy and like 55 degrees or something. So it's well, I don't the, know. The other thing is if I if I were to fly up there in a magic time machine, then I couldn't really You mean drink. your plane? Yeah, that. Well, you just stay the night. I know, but then there's that. Then there's, I'm I, a man with solutions, Paul. I I, I can see it. You should there, let me plan no your problems. life. You're a can-do kind of guy. I am I am I am a I am <laughs> I'm an American. <laughs> I'm an American. <laughs> Out of uh, newsroom, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't seen newsroom yet. I've seen it five times now. So, oh, God, the whole thing—it's not a competition. But when they were doing when they were doing that interview with the with the runner up from the Miss America, whatever it was. Oh God! And she's from Oklahoma. She goes and and she, and she said and Will said something to her during this interview, and she goes, "Not in Oklahoma." And he goes, "Especially in Oklahoma." It's, it's not yes, especially <laughs> in Oklahoma. It. I love that. It, it like the the that was one of the most bonkers. In, like it, it was like a panel interview, and you had like a guy who lives I don't uh, presumably in Arizona near the border, and he's like sitting yes. there with his rifle with his in rifle frame in, in the shot. He goes, "I assume you're a Second Amendment proponent since you have the rifle in your life in your shot, shot in a live shot." He goes, "You're he goes, damn yeah. right, I am." <laughs> and then you got the fucking runner up to Miss America, which is clearly not going to be as smart as actual Miss America, who's probably not that smart. Sorry, Miss America. Right. Uh. And she's just like, I just feel like I'm under attack, and they're like, you feel like you're under, do, do, really? Would you? And and the whole <laughs> panel interview just goes off the fucking rails, right, folks? If you haven't seen the newsroom, sorry about the past three minutes, but too bad. And, Go and, fucking and, watch and, it. And Mackenzie's prompting; she's a producer, prompting him to, to cut out of the cut just, out, just cut out the whole cut thing, in, cut the and whole he, thing. He's, he's like, fuck it, because he's mad because they they fucked up the whole process because yeah. they got the wrong people bailed out yep. and he goes he's like nope I'm, we're gonna go with this yeah we're gonna go with it, see where this goes and then where it went was fucking down in it was flames pretty funny actually so yeah lots of fun stuff going anyway. on uh and if the weather cooperates i it just it's so annoying i i th- like i'm glad that we're getting lots of rain and i'm glad this and i'm glad that but i'm such a fucking negative nancy that i'm like Oh yeah, we really need the rain because I'm a dad and I get to say that shit. Right. But we do need the rain. What you know who doesn't need the rain? I don't fucking know. me. My allergies can't fucking take much it's all, more it's all shit. About you. Like I, I have I to. The like, rain is suppressing the pollen. It does. It's kind of like alcohol. Until you have a ton of fun until the next day, and then the flowers pop up. I got gotcha. you. Right, that's my hangover from rain. Is people, it people driving open? Look at the poppies. I haven't done. It. Are they still out? I need to do that. Probably. I don't. I'm sure. I fucking yeah, I know care. You care. I, 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 it does look pretty. We saw a bunch of them on the way to Havasu. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was driving. <laughs> I was paying attention. Yes, we went. To I was wearing the I-40 potholes. It's not just in Kingman, folks. The entire I-40 sucks with potholes. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, not all of I-40, but that M- a lot of it does. From like. 30 miles east of Flagstaff to here <laughs> and beyond to like 20 miles past Needles. Remember That's, that one? Because I was paying attention. I think I did a shot of espresso also. I'm I was like glad a fighter you did. There was, a, there was one You avoided a, a pothole that was about a foot deep and probably two feet in diameter, and it would have it broken your rim. I think I saw a uh, Volkswagen Beetle inside the pothole. I th- there could have been, which you'd like think to make the pothole less deep it and would. easier to go over, but... You know, German there's steel. Some, there's some pretty bad ones. So I don't know. I, you know, by the way, I, I care more about that at speed than I do the potholes in town. If I had yeah. to pick one, because that could, that's just bad. Question is, does ADOT, when is that slated to fix this chunk of I-40 through here? Who knows? I have a feeling that the, uh, it's, because it wouldn't be ADOT, 
I think it'd be like it federal, is a dot. Is it a dot that handles that? Yes. Okay. So do, I'm so pretty sure from the federal level they probably have said, hey, the, the uh, funds come from the feds, until though, yeah. we can uh, from the Fed. Well, the feds control the money. Sure. And they'll say, hey, until we get this, um, uh, what do they call it? the shipping thing? The the goddamn railroad? No. Uh, the boats. No, Panama the, Canal. I the hate, USS. I hate it when you've had this much caffeine. <laughs> it's, the Mayflower, the shipping thing, the Mayflower. Well, they had not a lot of. They weren't carrying a lot of cargo, except for what they needed. What's it called that we've been going through for the past year and the a pandemic. half? Pandemic. The pandemic-related. Oh, supply chain. Supply chain problems. Is that it? Okay. You can't start closing down major arteries and slowing them down any more than they already are right. when because, you have supply damn it, we chain need issues. Our bobbleheads and we need them. Yeah, I want my <laughs> Amazon Prime stuff to get here day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, but the, but yes, yeah. yes, that's because that's revenue and it generates revenue, and then we yeah. slow that shit down. Things it, it hurts the economy. Like there, there needs to be at that point once it gets caught up, there needs to be almost an all hands on deck somehow. You know, if but, only some president a hundred years ago thought about this. What was his name? FDR. Right. There needs to be a new New Deal, <laughs> and not a green New Deal, because a lot of money has been thrown at this from the feds and the. Of course, the state's going to be coming through with their I-11 stuff. But you know, we're still behind compared to Nevada when, yeah. they, when they, did, they did all their shit up there years ago. And but we're still slowly. Fig- well, they have casinos and mob money. They yeah, can, that's true. Yeah, and I just still we talked about this before, not today, but in the past recently, where you know, I it bothers me to go down to Phoenix when they just have when they, when they have closure rate when our cars are aiming at each other. On a non-divided section of the highway. Oh yeah, on ninety-three, it's just uh, closure rate, folks. That's what that's that's the rate of speed when two cars, two vehicles, say they're both going on seventy-five miles an hour and they're headed toward each other. That's the closure rate would be one hundred and fifty miles an hour, which is kind of deadly. I came very very close to dying last year coming back from Phoenix uh, one Sunday morning. Right. Through no fault of my own, just somebody trying to pass. They were impatient. They couldn't wait another couple miles for a passing lane coming the opposite direction. And he was in illegally in my lane and barely cut over. And he probably, if I hadn't been paying attention, he, it, it would have been head on because I had to drift about halfway onto the shoulder. I was only halfway in my lane, and he still clipped my mirror hard enough to slap my mirror like up against the and the it, side of my and truck. And it's a lot safer now because it gets it's better and better slowly. It's getting better and better. Right. But, the, you know, 20 years ago, it was really bad. Oh, it was It was a couple – maybe I would say I w- it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility to say 10 fatalities a month on that road. Folks, this is uh, south of Kingman on uh, 93 going to Phoenix, back between Phoenix back and forth. Am I saying B- this right? Technically, it would be between Wickenburg and Wickyup. That's the that's most true. dangerous area. Right. That is that's the absolute most. And we've all driven it at night, and it's it's like a, that's that's one of the times where you you don't even want to think about your phone, which you shouldn't be anyway, or fucking with your radio, you know, or doing any. Oh, I think I'm gonna grab uh, some Doritos because I'm hungry. You just these areas, you just don't and fucking do that. My father-in-law told me something that was I I ran it past my dad because my dad was you know he worked for ADOT as a trainer, as a truck driver, this and that and the other. And a postal contractor, six million miles behind the windshield of an eighteen-wheeler, like he fucking was a truck driver for mm-hmm. forty-five years. And uh, my father-in-law, and he drove that road. I mean, hundreds of times because he was a mechanic, but he also had a tow business. Mm-hmm. So he drove that stretch when it was before it was ever divided. Mm-hmm. He drove that stretch hundreds of times, maybe even over a thousand times. And he said it's actually safer at night because you can see headlights off in the distance. You can't uh, always see a car off okay. in the distance, and that okay. makes perfect sense. So I guess at night I'm thinking too of coyotes and that kind of stuff. I guess that could be a problem. I, I'm, I, 
No. Modern car could destroy a coyote. That's true. Yeah, I mean it might end up. Well, you might okay, pick chunks so, of it out of your radiator. If someone or something, panicked, though, let's say if someone panicked to swerve, now they're in right. your lane and right. Well, hell, maybe. they didn't have uh, fences containing the free the free range cattle up until. Oh my god. Ninety nine or two thousand. So I mean, like, it was like a deadly late. video game. It's what it was like. Yeah, it was, it was like, like the faces of death, like but Frogger, in a road. But Frogger, <laughs> you're just full of it today. Meatloaf, Frogger, Beach ha- loaf. It's is Frogger still a game? They still play Frogger, whoever they, they are. They? People that own time machines do. <laughs> do you remember Frogger? Yeah, I, no, I've never played Frogger because okay. I, I actually never had an Atari. Okay. I, I just well, they I had never Frogger did. Actually no, I, I, in, in... I may have, well, see, Paul, you got to understand, by the time that I was old enough to be dumped off in an arcade, yeah, they didn't you already Frogger. had Super Mario Brothers and Mario 3, and you I had gotcha. like all those games. You had the Afterburner, which is still one of my favorite games to play. Oh, yeah. Um, all that. Would they or, have Centipede? Was that a holdover Centipede? S- Huh? Centipede? Uh, we also think it was, it was yeah, no, I'm, I'm familiar. I don't know if I ever played that. Maybe like Peter Piper Pizza what or I something. I love was Asteroids. That was a great game. Asteroids was cool. No? no Asteroids? Yeah, no, I've played one? Asteroids before. Okay. Yeah, I have played that. Anyway, that's what it's like. It's like Frogger, like Deadly Frogger going between here and... Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, and, and uh, Deadly Accents all the time. It's like, I don't, I don't like going... To, when I came back from... I was working on a Cirrus down there in Scottsdale. And I think it was my last trip coming back, maybe, during the day... And it was uh, there was a I could I saw the ac- I didn't see the actual accent but I saw a kerfuffle, <laughs> a, a kerfuffle you sound like the Irish calling the Irish War for Independence the Troubles. <laughs> I I saw a, a tractor trailer rig let's say a quarter of a mile up you know ba boom going off the road and in the and the trailer itself was rocking back and forth and probably hard, dust and whatnot and a bunch of dust and, yeah. and then within you know ten seconds everybody stopped so I'm, well this is going to be a while so and, but I wasn't fortunately it was like in the afternoon I wasn't in a hurry didn't have a date which I don't have anyway um, you didn't have to have a poop you didn't have to have a yeah I was, I was good I had some water I had probably some nuts maybe some chips and there. fine turn the car off and just kind of hang out and within I guess 20 minutes like 3 or 4 dudes that were probably in their 20s or 30s were kind of coming up because they were had enough of this you know we got to clear the road. We got we got shit to do. Whatever. I'm, I I could just tell they were on. A, they were on a mission. They yeah. were on. I could just tell they weren't on a mission to help anybody. They were gonna. Well, they're gonna help the traffic. help themselves. They're gonna push a car out. Get get the traffic going again. And so and, they, and there they go. And then they come back uh, a little bit uh, with with the, the 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 swing in their step had slowed down a little bit less gusto. Right. And they were kind of just with their heads down and kind of walking slowly. And so they walked right by my truck. So I asked them, I said, so what's the story? And they said, there's a woman there that's decapitated, and we saw it. Yep, that'll... that'll that's t- what he said, and I went, That would take oh. the spring out of my step. Shit. And then a helicopter came in, and... Anyway, so I was that close to what... I think what happened was, I think the truck... was not the trucker's fault. I think the woman, I think... and In fact, I was contacted. I forgot about this. Did yeah, we you were. You on were, the show? I don't know if you're... I don't know if we did or not. I was contacted, like, two years later... Because someone saw my post of the of this accident, I said, "Well, I'm going to be delayed coming to King." There was a, just let you guys know it's kind of a traffic report, if you will. There's, yeah, it's traffic has stopped now for an hour and a half. Blah blah blah, and then this, uh, I guess her niece, someone, a family related, contacted me on Facebook and wanted to know about the because they said I saw that you were there. That was my aunt that was killed, and I just want to know if you saw something. You know, if you and I thought, oh God. Which I didn't. I said I didn't see the actual. You know, I told her. I told her what I just told you. Yeah. You know. I said I didn't see anything at all. I did see the car because before we got moving, th- that car was being towed south back to Wickenburg or whatever the heck it was, and uh, I'm like, oh, that doesn't look very good. Anyway, 
that was just an odd thing for someone to come. They wanted to reach out. To yeah, see. that is really I guess strange. They wanted some so, kind of closure or something. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Like a two years later, which know. is kind of strange that two years or later or a they, year. It was at least a year. Yeah. It was a while. I think I told you that story a while oh, yeah. back when that yeah. happened. Anyway, fucking traffic and potholes and shit. Man, yeah, I was swerving and we were going down last weekend to yeah. Havasu and we partied it up, didn't we? Oh yeah, Paul was pretty tuned up by like fucking two o'clock, three o'clock in the I afternoon. Had, I had nothing to eat until it, sushi. We went to a beer <laughs> festival, a beer and music festival. Got Paul's there just, about one. Yeah, just pounding. Look, a double IPA. Boom, boom. <laughs> Constantly. I'm not sure I can stand up, Joe. Let's go over to this booth. Let's go to this booth. Hey, let's go talk to Mark. Oh, let's go more. I want that double o- IPA game. Mark's a great boom. guy from Mud Shark. He's an awesome guy. Just. I think you said that about eight times, which Mark is one of the nicest he is. dudes. He is, really is. Yeah, he's a, a he operations guy. Level, and all level-headed. Just, not doesn't get too, he's the opposite of me on whatever scale that would be. He's yeah, he's really he level. definitely you heavily medi- medicated. He probably doesn't have a, like blood pressure spikes. Probably not. Probably, probably not. Probably kind of laid back. Cannon, but you, cannon beer. It's funny because then we got back, got to the juke joint. I think we had a beer and, had then another, went, and then and I think had, I had not a beer. I think I had a drink. I think you did have a drink, and then we went and got sushi. And Jeremy goes, "Let's go to the sushi place." Fucking sold. Hadn't had sushi. God in a while. damn, that was God, such, it was good. good. Yeah, what was the place it, called? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know, but it was a mixture of Korean barbecue and sushi, and I was it like, was I, I could really good. I just can't sing its praises it's enough. I, I kind of don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want it to be busy as fuck. We, we kind of want to go there again, though. Yeah, I want to go there like tonight. It's like almost walking distance to Jeremy's place. Yeah. Just about. It's definitely staggering distance. It is. Yeah. You know, if you had to uh, stagger. Yeah. And then we came back and it was uh, the Rivals. Yeah, and the Rivals played. Those and guys. I had not seen, you told me this before, and I had not, okay, I'm just going to confess here, we talked about the Rivals before and I went, you know, I know they do uh, a lot of uh, ska, and I'm not a ska fan. Don't bash me because I'm not a ska fan. Jeremy doesn't like ska either. I know. So there's that. That's that. And part. I'm friends with you guys in spite of it. I know. So, but they played a lot of blues, a lot of blues riffs. Yes. They played a couple other stuff, and they have, have a good, uh, good uh, arrangement of what they do with that. I'm going. I didn't run because I, I think I dismissed them early on. So I'm not going to really watch the rivals because they play ska. That's all they do. Which is, you're telling me that the show they did down there was that a normal one of their shows? Yep. Because I would say about a third of it was kind of blues riffs and stuff and yeah. not ska. It was ska with guitar solos inspired by blues. Right. 100%. Right. Yeah. And there was also a couple of, uh, they did a couple of uh, covers that were rather popular covers. I don't know if they did Comfortably Numb or some kind of little part of Comfortably Numb or some shit like this too or some Pink Floyd or something. Did they do something like that? Hold Do on. I remember any of this? Or There was some, there's a couple songs that they did covers of. They do a lot of covers, but they do their own arrangements, their own versions of them. I don't know. This is too long of a conversation. Is it Great Geek in the Sky? Is that what they did? I don't know. Maybe. Someone maybe. in my head, but it's not me. Maybe. Is that Great Gig in the Sky? No, that's in my head all the time. That's what's, I have Great Gig in my sky. The lunatic is on the grass. The lunatic is in my head. Really, Paul? What's going on in Let's there? Let's just take a break, and you can figure it we out. We should take a break. Okay, we'll be back. Grass. 
So remember a few weeks ago we talked about the train derailment that happened in Ohio. It was nowhere near my mom. It's becoming a really big ecological disaster, like bad. Like it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah, they're evacuating more and more people. Yeah, that I didn't know. It's spreading. Oh yeah. Well, the the it's it's. How close to your mom is this? Oh, easily three hour drive. Okay. Oh, long ways away. Yeah. So what chemical was it again? Do you? I don't know. Orange. It was orange, an orange chemical. I, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what what the chemical Are was. They're not telling I, us that's how. Bad no, no, it is. no, 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 no. They, they told people what it is. I just okay. it just didn't commit it to memory. Uh, and then, uh, amazingly enough, I actually happen to be acquaintances with a gentleman who has worked for the railroad for almost thirty years. And last week, I was asking him. You know, I said uh, that uh, he he actually asked me. He goes, You're, is, 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 "Aren't you from Ohio?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Was that anywhere near your mom?" I'm like, "Not that one." <laughs> uh, but like a couple weeks ago, one derailed very close to where my mom lives, my brother and his, you know, his wife and kids and all that. And, uh, luckily that one didn't have any hazardous cargo on it. And he's like, man, if you knew, if the general public knew the hazard, the, um, just the sheer amount of hazardous shit that's hauled on rails because it's way safer and way more efficient than putting it on trucks. Yeah. And moving it across the country, people would lose their minds. We have the uh, other thing like is eighty or ninety trains a day that come by. Yeah, he, that's what he said. He said about ninety trains. Like it's uh, that an average day is ninety. <clears throat> that's a lot. Peak day would be like hundred and thirty. Right. And every train and has something on it really nasty. Almost always, because yeah. they like to spread it out. They don't want to have one three mile long train of nothing but a potential fucking disaster. Right. Cyanide. And right. You know, all all manner of things. So. Uh, what he also said was people don't realize, like, the general public just doesn't understand that derailments happen every day. Right. Like, it's 360-plus derailments a year. Mm-hmm. You may go one or two days without one, but you're going to have three the next day. Like, it just happens. Most of them are minor. We never hear about it. We also don't really hear about it until it makes national news for some reason, whether it hurt somebody, killed somebody, uh, or um, or it's a chemical spill. And it makes national news more now because everybody's got a fucking phone. Exactly. Camera. And that's what he told me. He said, you know, when he first started, you know, third, uh, damn near 30 years ago, you didn't have cell phones with cameras. You didn't have any of that shit. And, you, and, and it just happened. And, and, the, and the railroad, you know, to their – it's kind of their right to do so. It's one of those things that uh, a lot of people don't, don't know unless you grew up around railroads. I knew this because – I got yelled at by railroad security for walking near the tracks. I was oh, like, they, they love, ten, they're oh. big with security. Well, I mean, luckily I was, I think I was in seventh or eighth grade and it was me and a bunch of dipshit friends. Uh, and uh, they're like, you guys need to get away from the tracks. I'm like, we are away from, we're not on the tracks. Get away from the tracks. You see the, see that marker right there? That's where you need to get off. Get off the private property. We'll call the cops. And he was a real dick about it. Well, they are. Yeah. I understand why. Like, I was like, fuck them, fuck the trains, whatever. And I, but, you know, this is when I'm 12. Sure. But, like, I understand it because it's a safety thing. It's also a control thing. So they have an easement that they own on either side of the tracks. And I think it's like either, I think it's 40 feet from the center of the track out. Mm-hmm. So 80 foot, you know, total. Or 80 40 feet, feet total. really isn't that wide. It's really not, but it's enough that n- m- the majority of derailments, they don't go from... It's four or five cars or six cars. And they just they, kind of fall they, over. They fall stuff. off the... They, they skip get, the tracks. A lot of them get folded around and really start not a, spreading out. Not a lot of them. Oh. No, no, some. no. No, some get spread out, but that doesn't happen. Those are the ones that make national headlines. Right. We haven't had one of those since... The Was the Ohio one Palestine thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was a week ago. And he and I were talking about this, and I said, yeah, man, I feel like the general public does need to know that. They really should know. He goes, I feel like more people would freak out. I said, people are freaking out now, 
and they're saying shit all over social media about, oh, man, now what if stuff with all these tra- train derailments? Why is this happening? They're blaming politics and this and that and the other. And the thing, Thanks, Biden. The f- exactly. Obama started it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's like, you think Obama's just doing fat rails of coke, driving a train right. going, yeehaw, and just fucking. Obama's out there with heavy equipment in the middle of the night. Yeah. Taking spikes out and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> No, it's uh, putting pennies on the tracks, and you know, no, he. Uh, right. But they, but the, it's dumb. The, these people just all they have to do is do a quick Google search and just right. find out that. And, but but also, even three hundred plus derailments a year, is a drop in the bucket to how many thousands, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of miles those trains travel without incident. Oh, yeah. It's kind of it's not kind of it's exactly the same thing as. When we hear about a plane crash or some sort of air disaster, you if you if people knew really the sheer magnitude of planes that are in the sky at any given point around the earth, it's incredible how few of them crash. Well, there's a lot fewer now than it was like in the sixties and seventies or when it when it really got got rolling the airline industry and that kind of stuff. And there's they're much safer now than they were then with technology and there's fewer air disasters and, oh, and there's yeah. more aircraft in the sky. Yeah. So I mean it's really a small amount. I mean until nine eleven came along, there was it was really really low too. But that was that, again that's not the airline's fault, right? You know, it, it didn't have a shitty uh, a pilot at that point. Well, yeah, we kind of did. An asshole pilot would fly into the buildings and so, correct, but it wasn't a shitty. It, it wasn't it wasn't man made thing or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm getting at. Yes, I do. So uh, in like that, your dad flew for Delta for how long? Twenty nine years. Twenty nine years, and right. he how how many times they have an engine failure? Or not necessarily failure, but there were there were three times where it, maybe one failed, but three times total, I think that I'm aware of, where he had to shut the engine down and he had to land somewhere yeah. to take care of it. And, and people don't know this either, but if it's like if it's like a really bad situation, um, they'll put it down on the on the longest runway they can find that's near. You know, right, that, that, like something's on fire, they got to get down and get on the ground. Um, if it's a just a maintenance thing. They'll divert them to um, the nearest maintenance facility that Delta has, the, and, right. they, and they have them not everywhere, but they're around. You know, like Atlanta's a major one, of course. Anyone on the West Coast, Pacific Northwest has one, or they may have a may have an agreement with another company that they can use their hangars and right. swap an engine out. The point is, you know, they'll, they'll put them on another airplane as soon as they can, but at least right there, the airplane won't be stuck. They'll be able to get parts and mechanics, and they'll be able to do something to it. And then get it back in the air, back in, back in the system. So three times your dad had to deal with that, and I think three times he had to get unruly people off the airplane, which which is a lot more fun. He said because they can they, they can land wherever they want then, and then they call the local authorities to uh, welcome the passenger when they get off the to airplane. welcome him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure welcome the passenger with open arms. Right. Funny thing, it's usually a male. Yeah, crazy how that usually works. Usually a white male. And, uh, well, you know, whatever. There was one recently that was uh, maybe Friday, I think I heard about it, or early Saturday morning. There was a woman who was just went completely apeshit. She was pissed off that she couldn't, she wasn't allowed, like somebody wouldn't split up their family so that she could sit next to her daughter or something like that. Her daughter right. was like in her 20s. Right. So it, was, so it wasn't like a little baby or in something. In her 20s? Yeah. 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 Oh she just God. went on and on and on and on. And the flight attendant was like, you know, "Ma'am, you need to calm down and you know sit down, please, or I'm going to have to get the captain, or what is it? The captain is that what you call him? The captain, captain, yes. and the first officer, right? I'm the captain. Yeah. I'm look at me. I'm the captain I'm now. I'm the captain. Well, that woman laid hands on the, the flight attendant. That probably wasn't a good idea, and it was a bad idea. Yeah. And apparently, the flight. I need to find this video and send it to you because the flight attendant knows some hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> the flight attendant was also male, which is even funnier. That is and hilarious. took this woman to the ground. Yeah, and that's when the captain came out and 
I don't know if they had an air marshal or what was going on. There's somebody else in a different kind of uniform, so it must it wouldn't have been an air marshal because they're on a uniform. Was this in the air? This no, was in the air. Oh, okay. And so, they had to land. So they weren't trying to split people up or sort it out the seating before they took off. Correct. They were in the air. Yeah. Okay, got it. And this woman got thrown to the ground. She's, I just, I, I know, I don't like the idea of somebody beating up on somebody's Meemaw, but with Meemaw gets out of fucking hand. Right. I find it funny when they, they think that they're above, like they're just above, you know, yeah. uh, uh, above reproach. And they, she fucked around. Right. And, and she found out. Yeah. And, and that's all I'm, federally controlled equipment stuff too. I mean, it's like it, it's it's a little higher level. It's, it is. It is. Being on a city bus, for example, it's a little right. bit bigger deal. Exactly. Although I've seen, I saw a video of a city bus driver slap the shit out of a woman who <laughs> took a swing at him, and he threw her ass down the steps like, and she tumbled down Tumble, onto the street. He, I mean, he open hand slapped her, but he hit her not with his fingertips, with his entire fucking hand. Wow! And because she, she, he's like, you don't have, I need. Your bus passes. She's like, you. I, I get on this bus all the time. He's like, I've never seen you. You don't have your pass. You don't get on. And she went to push her way past him, and he stood up and just blocked her, mm-hmm. and she just cranked one and hit him right in the jaw, and he reared back and wham, <laughs> and then kicked. He used his foot and kicked her off the bus. Wow. And pointed at like I don't know if it was her daughter or friend or something like that. Pointed at her and was like, you want problems too? And she's like, nope. That's like an right off the Indiana bus and Jones, shut the doors uh, and drove off. It's like an Indiana Jones. Uh, what was the second one with uh, with uh, Temple Con- of Dune? Nope, that's the third one. La- oh. Last Crusade is the third one. Last Crusade, yeah, with yeah. Sean Connery when they were on on the blimp on that dirigible. Excuse me, uh-huh. not a blimp. No ticket. Yeah, he's beating everybody. And then they pull their tickets out. Here's my. Oh yeah. No it, ticket. But that guy took care of business because he's on the bus and he's the bus driver. He's in fucking charge and he's got to deal with yeah. some of the worst fucking people. And I thought it was so funny. And that woman tried to sue and this and that and the other. And what ended up happening was is she ended up being banned from all public transit in whatever city sure. that is. So she couldn't ride like a fucking subway yeah, you, you kinda, or bus you, or anything. You kind of lose when that happens. Yeah. They have, and, and it's immortalized with full audio and HD video from the security cam. Because yeah. it happened right next to the driver's seat. Like it's the the, the camera is pointed... Like if you're uh, like down at the driver at the door and like to the left would be of uh, the video is like the windshield of the bus and to the right would be where you, the walkway to go back and sit down. Mm-hmm. And it's like a perfect vantage point and you can hear and he's like, oh, you're fucked now. Like wham and just just goes nuts. <laughs> but so they yeah, have on, uh, on, on the airlines, they have very large uh, tie wraps. Yep. That's how they restrain people. Yep. And there are, you know, they have the flight attendants seats. And I mean, they, they know how to do this. They they didn't have to make all this equipment up. I mean, airlines are made to be able to oh, rest- yeah. to restrain passengers. Yep. They have the system figured out, you know, and they go through training for this kind of shit. And the usually the captain or whatever, first officer will come back and because they they have a little more. Normally they look like a little more authority and yeah, they'll have the bars on their you know, on the epaulets and that kind of stuff. And and I don't, I don't think they ever get involved when they restrain somebody because they want to make sure the crew is okay to fly the airplane if something happens. But um, yeah, they had to let people off, and he said, um, "It's really." Uh, and, and most people are very thankful because it turns into a bad situation, and they're. Well, yeah, you're when you're screaming along at you know six hundred miles an hour or whatever it is, and right. and thirty forty thousand feet. That's that's a that's a that's a flying fucking death trap, right? The most of the up when the guy go, goes off, usually it's a moment, mostly it's a guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody applauds. Yo, yeah. Boo, get the fuck off here, you Shut fucking Shut the fuck dude. up. Yeah. This, this guy just fucked everything up for everybody. Flying economy class already sucks enough, and then right. you get somebody that's unruly like that. Right. I was on a plane. We, we were we were still on the ground. Like, they hadn't pulled away the, the, the jetway or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. 
And uh, this guy was getting all pissed off because his tickets were split up because he fucked up when it was his problem. Uh-huh. He fucked up, and somebody wouldn't switch seats with him, so he started yelling and screaming. And Portia's, you know, she's young. She's probably shit. She was probably five. She might not even remember it. Uh, and she's sitting. You know, I'm, I've got we I we got lucky that nobody was sitting in between us, and we had those seats. But I scooted over to the middle and buckled myself in just to be a barrier in between me and her. And she was, you know, up against the window, and this guy's screaming and yelling, and just like he started. Uh, punching the damn uh, like the 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 luggage uh, doors, you know, like yeah. the luggage storage compartment doors, the punching overhead, those and all overhead that, bins. Yeah, the overhead bins, yeah. punching those, <clears throat> and that's when the captain and first officer came out, and then you had like four security guys mm-hmm. show up from the airport and just hogtied the son of a bitch. Right, it yeah. was incredible. Yeah, to there see is that. no negotiating at that time. You're going to be taking off, taken off. Yeah, because you're going to be a problem in the air for several hours. Yeah. You're taken off. I'm so glad that he was taken off before. Yeah. Before the um before we took off, he was taken off before, before we took, took off. off. Yeah. It was uh dumb. Anyway, what we're so getting, anyway, yeah back then back, my father flew with the mechanical issues and taking people off. No one had cameras then. Right. You know this happens. It's not unusual to have to shut it's an engine down or pretty have a common. mechanical problem. And yeah. You, oh, it's what's happening now. The world's coming and to an end. It's, it's in the Bible. It, <laughs> it's not so. I shouldn't say it's common. It just happens. It does. Yeah. It actually happens pretty rarely. Right. If you look at the ratio of how many times that happens, that like how many a, how many fucking flights are going on right. on a given day? But if you're stuck on social media and you read the news now, now it's oh my gosh, it's happening everywhere now. Yeah, right. And it's, it's like no, it's been happening everywhere all the time, just like the movie. Right. So there's that. So there is that. Um, is that it? No, I we're think not, that, we're not, are we cutting off I think, now? I think that's it. Okay. Okay. What's going on this weekend? We're talking about the food truck thing. Let's get that. Let's make sure we remind people what to do this weekend. Then go to Boulder City Beer Fest. Boulder City Beer Fest, if you feel like it. Is that just one day? Yeah, it's just one day. That's Saturday. Jesus, it goes from noon to like seven. It's it's enough. Are you staying up there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then, also the same day, great is the food. What the fuck is it called? Street Eats? 66 Street Eats. Right, and that's at the... uh, Lewis Kingman Park on 80 Divine. That's also Saturday. Yep, and Blackbridge will also be there. And, yeah, so you guys are spread thin this weekend. Yep. That's all right. Is there anything else going on coming up we got to talk about? Not that I know of offhand. The following weekend, again, April 1st, again, is the Laughlin Bullhead City Air Show. Right. That we will have. We might April first. Yeah, April first. That'll be fun. And it's free. If you can get down there, it's go free. to it. Going to have a military. The A ten warthogs will be down there doing a demonstration and some other aerobatic people and stuff as yet to be announced. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure something cool will come from Luke, from Nellis, or from uh, from Yuma. That it's military. Well, they're having a lot of static displays. What was the list? You, you remember partially what the list was that are on static? You know, you I know? not really. Uh, uh, space shuttle. Uh, <laughs> SR-71 Blackbird. Probably the, the new B-21, I think, is going to be unveiled the right, there. The right flyer. Uh, the right B flyer it's on loan from uh, Dayton. I think Orville yeah. and Wright are yeah. going to show up. They're going to make an appearance. <laughs> they don't get out very often anymore. Wilbur and Orville Wright's ghosts will be there. They'll be making an appearance. Yeah, none of that's going to happen. The anymore, Ghostbusters so car. No, none of that. None of that. There's going to be some aircrafts. <laughs> Go- Gauthier, the French balloon guy, flew, flew over Paris. That guy, yeah. Remember we, we mentioned that too that that uh, Ben Franklin was in Paris to see one of the first the first human balloons balloon flight. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. That is kind of cool. That dude, he just fucking he was just always there. He was just at the right. He was just going back and forth he, on the boat on, on a steamship or whatever. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't even steam. It wasn't even sail, steam back sail there. Boat. It was sail. doing scientific measurements. 
and then sign something and measuring the Parisian women when he was there. Ooh, something I do want to talk about next week, maybe. Mm-hmm. I found out about is the... Uh, I didn't realize the Chinese were such big explorers. The Chinese. And the, about the 1100s to about the 1400s. Okay. They had ships that were 400 meters long. Excuse me, 400 uh, feet long. Okay, so this building is 125 417 feet, feet so like, by 171 so like feet. over three times the full length of this building. Think right about there. that in the Jesus. 1300s. Yeah. They had, and they had various classes. Those were treasure ships, and they just went around and gave stuff away. So that's a little preview for next week. I've already got to jot it jotted down. I've done they a just bu- gave I've, stuff away. They did. They were that. They were just that wealthy of a nation. And then the Ming Dynasty, Ming Dynasty, I think is what it was that followed that. They just shut the country down. They said, "Fuck it." They're mine, like, "We're not doing mine, this mine, anymore." Mine, 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 mine. But they made it. The Chinese made it as far as West Africa, Jesus. and by some accounts, potentially, to the Americas. So we'll get into that next week. Well, a lot of next made, week Native Americans kind of look. The, well, there's Asian a land bridge. From, the, yeah, they kind of. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, yes. Anyway. That's anyway. It. All right. Bye.